Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It's your man Jordan Reigns back again. As usual, today we have a good show, one that's been requested for a while, one you knew was coming. That is going to be the top 12 defensive backs for IDP Fantasy Football in 2022. Uh, so stick around. It's going to be a good show. So try something new today. If you are a Patreon, you will have access to this video before everyone else in the IDP Army. Uh, just want to continue to add value to our Patreons, the people that are supporting us. You know, we have the Ultimate IDP Index, the Dynasty Index, the Underdog Rankings over there for them. But I want to give them a chance to, you know, get our content early, too. So trying something new out. Hopefully you guys and gals like this. If you do, we'll continue to uh, do that. So if you're not part of the IDP Army Patreon, you will be hearing this at least one day after the patrons, maybe two or three, just depending on when I get this scheduled and posted. So, uh, but yeah, thank you. And if you want to become a Patreon member, go to patreon.com forward slash the IDP army, uh, become part of the community. This is what we do full time over here, fantasy football. So, like I said, let's get to the rankings today. There's not really a lot of news. Um, well, actually, there is two. there are two pieces of news. Sorry. Uh, Demario Davis did sign a contract extension was one piece of news. And that was pretty much the only one that was super relevant. Um, so, Let's go ahead and jump right in to the defensive back rankings, the top 12 defensive backs for 2022. Um, and then once I get these, uh, you know, I, just, I guess I'll take a second here before we after all the rankings for IDP go out, uh, you know, we'll, I'll start doing more content around the sleepers, more stuff around guys I'm planting my flag on um, players to avoid single videos for single players, things like, like that. But I wanted to get the rankings done early this year so people have time to go back and reference them and I can continue to reference them and let people know how the situation's evolving. So uh, if you have any particular videos or, you know, pieces of content that you would like to see, uh, leave them in the comments below. Uh, you know, I'm always looking and appreciate that feedback. So, all right, now we will get on with the show. <clears throat> so coming in as my number one defensive back this year. Yes, this is not the usual for me. Um, but it's Derwin James. You know, I, I'm very well known for loving Jamal Adams over the last few years as the DB1 for me. But uh, Derwin James went out there this year and <clears throat> he did enough for me to really, uh, you know, give him that role back. 
And it really came from the diversity of his production profile this year for me. Um, you know, I'm looking here in the index, uh, career high tackles for a loss. He had seven this year, uh, tied his career high in solo tackles, 75, but went up to 118 total combined. Five pass deflections, not quite anywhere near what his career high was as a rookie with 13, but it was a diverse production profile. He got a couple of sacks as well, uh, and he was able to, you know, compensate for, uh, you know, maybe not having those huge splash plays by having a high tackle total of his career as well. Managed to stay healthy for 15 games this year. So you love to see it. You know, you have his point totals here on the board. Double-digit game was pretty much a lock for him. Looks like he only had three weeks in the whole season where he was not a double-digit player. Getting double-digit tackles, too. So, you know, even when he wasn't making the splash plays, some of those games, you know, he has a tackle total to buoy you. So I love Derwin James this year. I know in the past I have not necessarily always been on him. But, you know, I, I like what I like what they've done with the edge-rushing combo of Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. And I think that could lead to some more of those splash opportunities that he did see as a rookie. So got him as my number one defensive back this year. He finishes the defensive back two in 2020. So no surprise here. And I'm sure a lot of people will have him ranked as the number one defensive back. And honestly, he deserves it. So my number two guy though, is Jamal Adams was not his banner year. Um, You know, again, kind of struggling with injuries, didn't get home for any sacks after setting the NFL defensive back record for sacks with nine and a half in 2020 in just 12 games as well. So it was a different year for Jamal Adams, but you know, as crazy as it may sound, he had the second highest combined tackle total of his career on a shortened season uh, with 87, five pass deflections. So even though he wasn't doing the most us, he was doing enough to stay, you know, very relevant for you in IDP this year when he was able to take the field. A lot of the the, the high equity stuff from the year before that you saw and even the year before that as a high impact player was not there. But we have to remember, you know, he's coming off of a lot of wear and tear coming in this last season. I think he had sh- shoulder surgery and I believe hand surgery. So he, you know, had to play a little different this year than in years past and maybe, you know, with more time to recover and all that um we'll get some more of those big splash plays for him this year you can see in 2020 you know his advanced stats uh you know his points per snap 0.32 you know 0.3 0. 0.29 0. 0.3 is kind of that elite number for the the linebackers you know so if you can get a defensive back that can push up to that you know in any given any given uh season that's going to be good did fall down quite a bit in 2021, though, with just 0.21. But again, a lot of that came down to his impact play rate, you know, his impact plays, a 1% impact play rate, 1.25, 1.26. And then he had a 3% impact play rate in 2020. So he did decrease his impact play rate by quite a bit. So um, still a good player. We'll have to see. And, you know, it also is the Seahawks and that defense overall. Like he doesn't have any help besides Jordan Brooks, you know, as far as IDP. Um, there's not really playmakers there. So I don't, he has to be the only playmaker. And again, coming off the season that he did, didn't work out so great, but he didn't really let you down. You know, he didn't blow up, but he didn't let you down. So don't fade him too much. I have him as defensive back two going into this season. I think that's, that's a really fair. I think that's a, a fair spot for him. It'd be a good bounce back spot. All right. Coming at number three, Harrison Smith. I love Harrison Smith. Uh, you guys know this a lot. 
you know, I love safeties, the safety position. He's my favorite safety in the NFL to watch. Uh, had another great season. I, I was going to bat for him in the offseason last year because a lot of people had started to fade him because he had one of his lower, you know, point seasons in IDP in a long time uh, in 2020. What do you have? I think he had only 215 points. You know, a lot of that did come off of impact plays, but his tackle total was kind of low for him or what we had come to expect or anticipate, what have you. Um, But this year came back big in a big way, finished as defensive back three. I'm pretty sure he was like ranked consensus defensive back like 13, 14 last year. 0.24 points per snap. That's a really good number for any defensive back. And he can do this consistently as well. I'm looking here at his profile um, in the ultimate IDP index. And this last year, 2021, 0.24 points per snap. Uh, 2020, you know, I said a little down year, 0.21. But then you go back to 2019, 0.24. Go back to 2018, 0.23. 2017, 0.24. So you have a very consistent guy here. Uh, and he can, you know, do it a lot of different ways. Total tackle number this last year was 114, career high for him. Uh, you know, we love to see that. Three sacks, tying a career high. Third time he's done that. We know he's an impact player. Um, so and as, at age 33, if anyone is still kind of fading him, I, I don't think they are this year. I know last year he was a lot easier to get later in drafts because people were, you know, for what like I said the year before, it was a little bit not what we had wanted to see. Um if you remember, he didn't really get a lot of 20 point games. I remember that was like a big deal. It was he had a lot of like 14, 15, 16 point games and it just felt like you weren't getting the Harrison Smith that you had signed up to get. Uh, but like I said, this last year finished as defensive back three. I have him ranked as defensive back three going into the year. Antoine Winfield. OK, I have him at number four. You know, for me, it's it's really just I think he's an ascending player. He's on a very disruptive team. You can look at his point total here. Uh, you know, he had every game was a, every game was a double digit game, 20 point games, multiples of those one, two, three, four, five, 20 plus point games. Those are weak winning, you know, point totals in IDP. And on top of that, that's that many. And he missed multiple weeks in the season. One, two, three. It looks like he missed three weeks in the season due to injury or COVID or whatever it may have been. And he still was when he was in your lineup, he was a difference maker every single week. Uh, you know, I, I looked at his production. I, I've talked about him a little bit on the channel. You can go back. There was a dynasty buy video. He was one of the players that I said acquire in dynasty while people were still kind of, I don't know, whatever reason people were kind of giving him some FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, kind of sowing those seeds out there in the IDP world. And I was just like, nah, like Antoine Winfield's good, you know, and I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. And he kind of proved that by having, you know, a better season by the advanced quote-unquote metrics, you know, from the ultimate IDP index than his rookie season. And I, I even said that last year. I was like, you know, I don't I – don't, just because he had a pretty good season, people were like, guys, hey, you know, he's not going to be very good this year, whatever, whatever. He was great. You know, total season finish was not as high, uh, you know, but if you actually extrapolate out a season, you know, if he didn't miss those games, he would have finished as a top 10 defensive back very easily this last year. Uh, and he's on, like I said, a great defense. Now they have, uh, you know, the – um, they have the, they have a very good safety tandem. The next player on this list is actually the other safety for this team, for the Buccaneers. That is the new safety, Logan Ryan, who uh, he had a pick six as Tom Brady's last pass for the Patriots uh, back in the day when he was when Logan Ryan was still on the Titans. Tom Brady's last pass, you know, for the Patriots. I'm sure everybody knows this. 
was a pick six for Logan Ryan. But now they're teammates. I love Logan Ryan. You know, he's been a, a, the number one IDP defensive back in years past. Um, you know, and he he has a pretty productive history to him. I actually have his production profile here. I will pull it up briefly for you guys to see, guys and gals to see. But 0.24 points this last year. Again, we just talked about how that's a pretty good number. Uh, 117 combined tackles, eight pass deflections, three quarterback hits, two tackles for losses, a sack. Go back to last year, 94 combined tackles, nine pass deflections again, an interception, another sack. Go back to 2019. This was the year that he was the number one overall defensive back, 113 tackles. But on top of that, he had 35 impact plays, uh, the half sack there being the one extra, four and a half sacks. 18 pass deflections, you know, four interceptions, four forced fumbles. He was as disruptive as they come, putting up 0.23 points per snap up there with that crazy Jamal Adams season two years ago where he was getting all those sacks. So, and then you can even go back another year, still putting up high numbers, 191 total points, 76 total tackles, uh, not as elite, elite crazy, but um, he's gotten better every year you know, basically, or stayed steady since uh, 2019. He stayed very, very fantasy relevant. Number one defensive back, like I said, in 2019, was a top 18 player two years ago. And then this last year, he finished again as a top 18 player. I like him a lot. And, I, you know, I, he's ranked really highly here. And maybe some people will like that. Or maybe some people think it's too high or disagree. But I, I, which I think DB11 this last year. What I think you get with him is one of the safest picks at the defensive back position. And I don't think you have to take him at DB five. I think you can probably take him closer to DB 11, DB 15 off the board. And I think he's, if there was, you know, in this top 12, there was a player that I had to just put my chip on and say, this guy's going to finish as a top 12 defensive back this season. It would be Logan Ryan because he has the tools to do it. He's on the team. That's going to give him the opportunity to do that. And I've seen him do it multiple times in multiple ways. So that's that's why he is pretty pretty high for me this year, defensive back five. You know, I would love to hear your guys' comments. Do you think this tandem of defensive backs is too high from the Buccaneers? We have had tandems of defensive backs in years past finish together in the top. Uh, I don't know how exactly high, but I know um, Sean Williams and Jesse Bates, for instance, were both very, uh, I think they were top 12 or top 10 defensive backs together. Who are some other players? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That have done this in the past. I feel like now that I said that, I should have a couple more examples, but um, they they exist. Uh, maybe it was Tyron Matthew, I think, and Justin Simmons. 
uh, when they were with Houston. I think that was another example that I've used before. But I think these guys are in a very good spot to do it. Um, Terrell Edmonds and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick this year. But Terrell Edmonds was a top 12 guy. But still, two good safeties can score a lot of points. Uh, so I, I like this a lot. Both these guys is my top five. We'll go to my number six player this year, and that is Buda Baker. Finished this last season as defensive back 16. Now, I think some people in the fantasy community are probably fading Baker a little bit. You know, I may be wrong on that question mark, but I don't think I am because I know at first it was kind of my knee jerk reaction to bring him down my rankings quite a bit, too. And he is at, at, at six. You know, I think last year I had him at three or two or three. Um, and he did go down a little bit, but there's a little more competition there. We, we all, I think, or most most of us should be aware of the uh, emergence of Jalen Thompson. But it wasn't all as bleak and scary and terrible, you know, for Buddha as it really looks like. Um, for instance, he only played, you know, for this is going to be some, you know, breakdown of, you know, for people that want to hear these numbers. These are good numbers to know. For instance, he only Baker only played 59 fewer box snaps than Jalen Thompson. Okay. And I bring this up because Jalen Thompson finished as I believe defensive back six this year. So some people might want to push him into their top players. And there's, there could be reason for that, but I'm still in on Buda Baker. And so here's kind of what I'm outlining. So again, Baker only played 59 fewer snaps in the box than Thompson. And that's only 3.4 more box snaps per game. So, you know, while it sounds like kind of a big number, it's only three and a half more opportunities a game in the box that Thompson saw. So is it really enough to push Thompson that far ahead of Baker in your rankings? So when I saw that, I kind of looked into it a little deeper. Baker played 37 defensive line snaps. Okay, that's good. Those are high leverage snaps. That's where your tackles for loss are going to come in. That's where forced fumbles and sacks are going to come in. Those are the most you know equitable plays because they can lead to turnovers and their six-point plays, etc. not just tackles. So he had more opportunities for high equity plays than Jalen Thompson. So I was like, okay, okay, now, you know, I'm looking into a little bit more. Thompson is currently in the final year of a four-year contract he signed as a rookie, not getting paid much because he was picked up in the supplemental draft. Buda Baker is still one of the best and one of the highest paid safeties in the league. Um, and that's nothing against Jalen Thompson. He had a great season. But, I, again, I want to bring this up, you know, as a, as a respect thing and just, you know, I think we need to remember who Buda Baker is. And the last thing I'll bring up is Baker only scored an IDP one, two, three scoring the default of the sleeper platform where we play IDP um, Well, I play IDP and a lot of people do Baker only scored 17 fewer points than Thompson. Okay. So what is that? That's six total tackles. That's like an interception, you know, with the pass deflection in it. So even though he finished, you know, seven, eight, nine spots lower, it's only about one point difference per game. And we have a lot more history with Buda Baker, you know, and we've seen year over year growth with Buda Baker as well, you know, notching a couple of sacks, getting some interceptions because, you know, traditionally he had been just a tackle guy a little bit more. So I'm really still in on Buda Baker. I wanted to bring that up, you know, plays a ton of snaps. He's one of the best safeties in the leagues, in my opinion. Still love Jalen Thompson. He will be in our next video. He's still a top 24 defensive back. I'd want to bring that up. And there was a, there's a good example right there. These two finished as top defensive backs too last year. 16 and I believe he was like six. So, you know, that's kind of circling back to uh, Winfield and Logan Ryan there briefly. So 
All right, I'm going to run the promo for the Patreon. Again, thank you. The Patreons are hearing this video or this podcast before everyone else. We want to show uh, support and solidarity with them. And I I just, I love you guys. Thank you so much for letting me do this as my as my occupation. Uh, you know, I'm continuing to up the ante and bring the product around uh, in front of new eyes and grow it and all that good stuff. So if you're not on the Patreon, here's why you should join it. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns, and quickly I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players, rookies or veterans for 2021. Inside, you're going to find contract information, tiered IDP rankings, detailed player production profiles going back to 2017, suggested trade values, and a whole lot more, including unique write-ups, unique videos that will only be available within the Ultimate IDP Index. But to me, probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly, so you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your Dynasty League at any given moment. So, what are you waiting for? Sign up for the IDP Army Patreon today. Patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. Join the Black Ops tier and join the IDP Army today. Yes, sir. Shout out to the Patreons. Love you guys and gals. Uh, like I said, you, you heard a whole spiel before, so... Um, defensive back six, Buda Baker. Let's continue. Number seven for me, Jordan Poyer. Love Jordan Poyer. Uh, you know, he's got a really good, an interesting story. He plays for the Bills, one of my favorite teams. A lot of people like to give me crap about how much I love the Bills, but you know, uh, what's not to love? You know, what's not to love about Jordan Poyer? You know, he had a, a very high impact play total this season. I actually have his uh profile here for us to look at quickly. You know, you love look at this chart. 50% basically right down the middle looks like half of his production came from solo tackles. And he still managed to finish as a top defensive back this last year, DB4. That tells you he was busy. He was a busy, 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 busy boy this season. And that's reflected in, you know, the colors you see here. You have interceptions. Was that a career high he had this year? Uh, interception wise, let me see. Five? Yeah. Well, he tied a career high. He had 17 his first season with Buffalo as well. So five interceptions. Love to see that for him. Pass deflections, nine, three sacks. He's getting behind the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, eight tackles for loss. Just an all-around great season for him. And he's not as old as we kind of in our heads, I think, want to think about Jordan Poyer. You know, last, you know, he's only 30 years old, 31 this next year. Harrison Smith, who I just brought up just a, a slide or two before this. You know, he's older than that, but these guys, you know, safety, I won't go into my spiel. You guys know how I feel about defenders aging out of the league better. But uh, the, the thing I love, and if you look at the upper right-hand corner here for uh, Jordan Poyer, if you're watching the video on YouTube, which I recommend you do, uh, you'll see the thing I love about Poirier is look at his tackles, and then right below that, there's the impact play. So this year, 90, was it 93 tackles, um, and then 90, 25 impact plays. Last year... Impact plays were down, okay, only 15, but he made up for it by having a huge amount of tackles. And then you can see how different his production profile from 2020 to 2021 looks. Uh, but still, the point stayed high. We can go back to 2019, again, a lower impact play number, 15, but still, uh, you know, he compensates a little bit by having that triple digit 107 tackles. Let's go back a year before that. 
Now we're talking, now we're cooking with gas. We're talking three-digit tackles, 123. So we know that this guy, and then the year before that, again, pushing up their very high 26 impact plays in 2017. Jordan Poyer has been a traditionally an impact player. He had a couple of down years in impact plays. You can see in 2020 with the 15 and 16 in 2019. But he compensated by that by having some of the higher uh, tackle totals of his career. So even when he's not winning the way that you expect Jordan Poyer to win, he's still winning for you in IDP. An incredibly high 0.26 points per snap. Honestly, DB7 is might be, I might be shade. You know, I might be low. I mean, I might be sneak this, and I'm so so sneaky. I don't even know it at this point. I'm looking at this DB4. I know he finished really high the season before as well. Um, shame on me. In the next rendition of this video, he will be higher. I think that's where I'm at right now, especially with the linebackers there just never taking that step up. So, um, yeah, Jordan Poyer, though, love him to death. Go get him in Dynasty, too. Again, only at 30, at 30 years old. In your head, he feels a lot older than he really is. He has been in the league for a minute since 22 years old, but he's played a lot of games, and uh, he, he's been a solid IDP asset. And he's just a great player to root for. Um, so I won't say anything about his wife except she's hot. All right, Justin Simmons coming in at defensive back eight. Uh, finished the last couple of years as a pretty high defensive back, at least seven and seven the last two year finishes. He never gets the really high tackle totals that you would love to see, but he he's more of that free safety, and he's, you know, in that um, that same sort of vein as, uh, oh, goodness, I'm blanking out. Oh, my gosh. Jesse Bates. Uh, you know, the, he gets these these high equity, high leverage uh, situations where he gets his hands on the ball with the pass deflections. And he turns quite a few of those into interceptions. He had five interceptions this year. It's his third year in a row with four plus um, pass deflections, double digit this year, 12, 80 tackles, a uh, little lower than his last two seasons. But, you know, I still have a lot of confidence, a lot of faith in him. I know Kareem Jackson had a pretty good year this year as well. Uh, but. I trust just uh, Justin Simmons. I don't know that I trust him to push up ever into that top five, top six area. And I don't know if I will, you know, I won't put him in the same vein as Logan Ryan necessarily, but when I take Justin Simmons, I know I get a weekly starter and I know I'm going to get a, a, at least a handful of quality, you know, week, maybe week winning finishes because the touchdowns uh, are not touchdowns. The interceptions are going to be in that repertoire. Um, but maybe I'm a little bit concerned with the tackle floor. So I might take him again as DB8. He's kind of the beginning of this back-end defensive back one conversation, uh, but he's definitely worthy of being there uh, with the year-over-year production we've seen from him. Um, you know, why not? All right, next guy up on the board is my man Minka Fitzpatrick. Ladies and gentlemen, they said it couldn't be done. They said he couldn't be a DB1. They screamed it from the mountaintops. He's a free safety. He can't do it. No. He won't get the tackles. All right. That was just that was a little fun. They were wrong. He had 124 tackles this year. Um, incredible number for him. I honestly I didn't ever expect that kind of a season out of him. You know, I knew he had the impact plays, you know, on, on lock. You know, we've seen that from him. I knew he didn't get close to the line of scrimmage, though, which always kind of worried me. But the linebacking situation this year for and for a while now for the Steelers been questionable at best. Uh, the kids, I think the word they use is sus, um, sus AF. So Minka had to go out there and take care of business this year. 
Now, what's he do because of that? Which we are happy of this. He becomes the highest paid safety in the league. This is a few days old, but I'll just go ahead and read it to you because it feels good. Um, Nick Fitzpatrick signs a massive extension. Fitzpatrick agreed Wednesday. This is a couple of weeks old or so. With the Steelers on a four-year, $73.6 million extension. Woo! Per Adam Schefter. Analysis. <clears throat> per Schefter, the, 13, the $36 million in guaranteed money and $18.6 million annual average salary makes, makes Fitzpatrick the highest pay safety in the NFL in NFL history. 2018 first round pick is coming off a career high 124 tackle season and has recorded 11 interceptions, four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, and three touchdowns across his first two and a half seasons with Pittsburgh. The Alabama Project product projects to be one of the most prolific IDP options in fantasy given again during the 2022 campaign. Oh, how the tables turn, turn tables. So anyway, if you've been around the IDP army for a while, you know my the conversation around Minka for me has been, yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick is a free safety, and yeah, maybe he hasn't been a DB1 uh, yet. That was always the caveat, yet. Just because he's had 69 and 79 tackles in a season, that doesn't by any means, in my opinion, mean that for the rest of his career, and remember, when people were saying this about him, he's 22 and 23 years old. He's switching teams, too. They're like, nope, this is what he is. He's just a free safety, dirt, 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 dirt. And it's just like, nah. And, I, and that was why I preached it. I said, you know what? And he's been in my top of my dynasty rankings for a while. I think I've had him like top 12 ish, like right on the border of that, because in dynasty, it's about the value over time. If I have a player who at his worst is going to be maybe a defensive back three flex, but at his best, and I truly believe this can be a DB1, and I get him at 22 years old. That's a plug-and-play player in a dynasty league. And then he's on a team that I like. You know, I mean, obviously, I'm a little biased. I'm a Steelers fan. Look, I mean, what do you see over here? Don't play me like that. Um, you know, but it, just because that's what he had been does not mean that he's not going to change. The situation is not going to change. And the thing we had seen with Minka from the very beginning was how versatile he was. He's built like a tank, but he's like a cougar. Like the way his body is, it's like it's crazy how like lithe, I guess is the word you would put, or supple. I don't you know. But that's literally how he is. He's like a cat. But it's like he's a 200-pound cat, okay, with like like with spider, with spidey senses. You know what I'm saying? So he can play, he can play strong safety. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's going to be a problem. But guess what? He's good at free safety. And guess what? He can come down to the slot. So – when I saw that early on that he was able to do all that, and then I saw people be like, Minka Fitzpatrick fits in this tiny IDP box forever. You know what I'm saying? It was just like it didn't make any sense. And I love that he came out this year. Again, another Steelers player kind of, I don't know, just just doing what they do, you know, getting them big checks. Now let's go get them big rings, boys and girls. All right, that's enough Minka Fitzpatrick love. DB9 for me this year. In Dynasty, you already know you should have him if you've been watching this channel because I've been gassing that mofo up since 2018. Check the receipts. Next, Jesse Bates brought him up a little bit earlier. The reason he's a little bit lower on this list than or than he has been in the years past was, was he is coming off a, a down year for Jesse Bates. That's just straight up and down what it is. Some of that may have to do with the emergence of uh, – the emergence of Logan Wilson, who we've talked about on the linebacker shows. Speaking of which, before we go on, make sure that you go check out the top 12 linebacker, top 24 linebacker shows. That's in three videos. Go check out the top 12 and top 24 defensive line videos. 
Those are on the channel right now as well. Defensive backs, this one, DB set to DB2 is coming out soon. Um, we have all this stuff covered, you know, and we want the back and forth too. Like, who, who am I sleeping on? Uh, give me the give me the juice, you know. If you if you're a fan of this team, I'm I'm, I'm interested. Uh, but it's 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 sad to see this situation with Jesse Bates because we're looking at a division where Jesse Bates, Minka Fitzpatrick, and then Kyle Hamilton, first round pick for the Baltimore Ravens. We got some juicy safeties in this league, you know. And then if you still believe in like the Grant Delpit thing, maybe that has to break out. It could be a really interesting league with the safeties. But it seems, and we had uh, Joe Burrow come out and he did give his support for Jesse Bates. He said, "I want him back on the team," but. It's a money thing. So I, I just went on Twitter, typed in his name on uh, Twitter. I just pulled the, rant, the top tweets I could find. But the sentiment overall is that people want Jesse Bates, and they're kind of bummed out that Minka got the contract before they could get him locked down because, you know, it's it, it's tough. You know, it is tough when the, when the bar gets raised, and it wasn't like Jesse Bates raised the bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure he already had his number or whatever he had talked about, but now we kind of have an established new set of rules. So I don't know if that's going to make this harder or not. So Jesse Bates for me right now, back in DB1, uh, you know, again, not coming off his best season, actually his first year in the NFL where he has not scored three interceptions. First year for him in the NFL, he has not broken 100 tackles. So, you know, it's a down year for him, but still a, you know, statistically last year, PFF had Jesse Bates as like the best, you know, safety in the league. He's still a great safety. You know, the situation was just a little different. The defense operated differently this year with Trey Hendrickson, with Logan Wilson helping take over across the middle there. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens with Jesse Bates. I don't know if he's going to be with the with the Bengals or not this year. You know, I hate to say that he's he's been he's been one of the, you know, cornerstones of that defense one of the only good players on that defense if we're being honest with ourselves for a while now so to see them start becoming a better team and see him depart would hurt but as they say it's a business db10 jesse bates let's keep it rolling number one db of 2021 was kenny moore i've got him at db 11 this is the first cornerback on the list we had three cornerbacks finish last year in the top 12 we had Jalen Ramsey, we had Kenny Moore, and we had Trevon Diggs. I think he finishes like 12. <clears throat> so don't let somebody tell you that it can't be done. Now, granted, it is a little bit harder to project, but if you are going to project a guy to be a top player uh, at the, the the cornerback position, it should be Kenny Moore. I wrote here from the index, Kenny Moore has kept an con- extremely high career average points per snap. 0.25 as a cornerback will be available at a discount compared to his safety counterparts. Now, that's a cornerback. A lot of cornerbacks are a lot lower in like that 2-2 two, two would be like a goodish cornerback season. Uh, he's done this year over year over year. I think I looked the other day on the index uh, or in his production profile. He has, I think it's four or five seasons in a row, Kenny Moore does, of going over this 0.25 points per snap. As I've mentioned before, that's a solid number for any defensive player but it's a really good number uh, for a defensive back to have, you know, and then it's an extremely good number for a cornerback to have. Now he is a slot corner, so he does, you know, he gets up there and gets on the the safe or the tight ends a little bit more. But he had 102 tackles this year, six uh, six tackles for loss, four interceptions. He's had four interceptions each of the last two seasons, forced fumble as well, and a sack. So he really brings a a, a diverse skill set onto the field. 26 years old. I mean, he's younger than some of these other safeties that people gas up, you know, around the league. Kenny Moore, uh, great player. I got him at DB11. He finished his DB1 last year. Draft him confidently 
as a cornerback to be your DB1 this season? I'm going to say that one more time because a lot of people probably won't go out on a limb at all this season to tell you to take a corner as your DB1. I'm going to say it one more time. You can take Kenny Moore as your DB1. DB, you know, if you're on sleeper, um, and he's a cornerback. And I, I have full confidence in that statement. I think it's going to work out good for you. All right. Final player on this list is, in fact, another cornerback. Oh, Jordan, Trevon Diggs, he sucks. Don't you know he sucks? Um, listen, I don't think Trevon Diggs sucks. I've done a little bit of research on him. I, I did a video in the Dynasty rankings, I think, on my Dynasty defensive backs. And the, the thing I really brought up was, even though we only have two years of a sample size from Trevon Diggs as a rookie and as a sophomore, uh, this last year, even though he had a lot of interceptions, which, I mean, granted, he did have a lot of interceptions, led the league or whatever, he his points per snap are not, like, overly jacked up, okay? So what do I mean by that? Um, he's not, like... I'll, here, I'll, I'll, bring this, I'll bring up the numbers just straight up. Here's what I mean by that. You really have to look at both of his seasons back-to-back, okay? So as a rookie, three interceptions played 11 games, okay? Nothing world beater-ish. Played 16 games this last year, has 11 interceptions. So you would think that getting all those interceptions, you know, this year, on top of basically, you know, being the same player, he had 52 combined tackles this last year, or this this year, 58 the year before, you'd think, okay, he's probably going to have a big spike in his points per snap on the second year. He didn't. His points per snap in 2020 was 023 while only having three interceptions in, in 11, 12 games. Same points per snap this next year, even though his production was in a totally different manner, a lot more a lot more interceptions, you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, that's those are also pass deflections going up as well, 21 pass deflections. So, And then even as a rookie, he had 14 pass deflections. He gets targeted a lot. A lot of people out here are big-braining it. Oh, we'll target, we'll target Trevon Diggs because he can't get another interception. I mean, you saw it happen last season. It was like, you know, and I'm a competitive person. You can't convince me that sometimes guys don't do things like that on purpose. Um, Let me just take you back to one of the most interesting, humbling moments, funny moments of the NFL, in my opinion. Sucks to have to do this to my guy, but, you know, you do have to remember when Tom Brady pointed at Tyron Matthew in the Super Bowl when they were like on the, I don't know, five, two, whatever, they could have handed it off. And he pointed at Tyron Matthew because Tyron Matthew, you know how he did, you know, and he's like, I'm throwing it at you. And he threw a touchdown on his ass. Like these guys are competitive. Okay. So when Trevon Diggs out here, eight, nine interceptions under his belt, whoever the, the quarterback is coming up, if he's a Tom Brady kind of guy, and there's only 36 quarterbacks. Okay. A handful of these guys are cocky, you know, it's going to be kind of a, you want to beat the best player on the other team to prove to yourself you can. That's just – if you tell me that that's not really going down on some primal level on some of the, in these guys' heads, I don't think you understand what's going on here. So, that being said, I just wanted to bring up, even with the big splash plays this last year, the year before, didn't change his actual – the way he produced for your team. 0.23 points per snap. Um, you can see that in the Ultimate IDP Index, which you guys can find on patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. And if you are a Patreon member, you will be hearing and watching this video, uh, like I said, at least one day, maybe two or three before everyone else. So appreciate the support. 
ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'll be back soon with the rest of the top defensive backs. And then once I get through with all those rankings, we're going to start jumping into all kinds of crazy content. Leave comments below what you want to see because I am ready to – I'm yours to deploy. All right, let's do this. Let's go win some championships this year. Make sure you also check out Underdog Fantasy. They're proud. We are proud to say they sponsor the show. Come play some Underdog with me. The Superflex Puppy is up. They had just had one called the Bulldog go up. You know, best ball fantasy is the future. So they'll match your deposit bonus. First time, $100 up to. So tell them we sent you. Hit that link in the description. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.